The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. How is this different from two years ago where the Jays got a wild card spot and everybody said they don't win a game? Because they're a much better team now than they were two years ago. I mean, there's there's no question about it. Remember, 2020 was that 60-game season, right? With the expanded playoffs, eight teams made it, and the Jays got in as the eight. It's a much, 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 much better team than it was in 2020. I mean, it's night and day. It's night and day from 2020 to now. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It's hour two of the Rod Peterson Show on this August the 25th. My cousin Becky's birthday. Sent her a text this morning, told her I loved her. I call her Buzz. She calls me Buzz. It's a Peterson thing. And we're coming in hot. I said, as we bring, speaking of hot, let's bring in the co-host, Darren Moose DuPont, here today, Moose. And I'm telling you, I told the viewers that this is going to be one of the most entertaining hours that we've had. I'm not sure if you were watching or not, but there's a lot of things going on. I feel really good that we've made the decision that we're going to for the foreseeable future, talk CFL, NFL, NHL daily. Make a point of it. Wayne in BC has written in and says, it's my favorite three leagues, Rod. Keep talking, keep talking about them and I'll be happy. It's the three top leagues in Canada. And I think part of, yes, I'm here in South Florida. We got a lot of things to get to here, Darren. So kick your shoes off. Are you wearing shoes? My guess is you're not. No chance. You're not going to see my feet, okay. but I'm not wearing shoes. Okay, so... If you had them, kick them off. Just to reset what we're talking about today, Week 12 in the Canadian Football League kicks off tonight with Canada's Game of the Week. It's the Calgary Stampeders at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and Bo Levi Mitchell is not starting for Calgary. It's the first time that he's in his career, I think, that he's been healthy and is not starting for Calgary. Big story there. And Friday, it's BC, obviously home to Saskatchewan. Um, also Hamilton at Toronto that we haven't talked enough about. I guess Dane Evans is going to start for Hamilton and then Ottawa at Edmonton. And there's an Ottawa fan has written in here. Where did they go? Knights Crawler 62 on YouTube says, I'm a Red Blacks fan, but so tired of them losing. I admire Saskatchewan fans. And with that fan, I'm like, what do you say? You know, what do you say to them? It doesn't matter to them anymore that they won the Grey Cup in 
2016 in overtime over the Calgary Stampeders. They don't care. They suck now. And here's what I wanted to get into with you. You have said that you believe that there is a day in our lifetime that Canada will be a permanent home of an NFL team. I just can't necessarily see it, but I'm not against it. I'm down here in South Florida and enjoying it. Um, We talk a lot about ticket prices on this show, a lot. Because we're kind of the show for the fans, Moose, right? I bought, had to buy a ticket for Saturday night to go to the Dolphins and the Eagles because I missed the deadline to get a media pass. And I'm paying over $200 with a $47 service fee to go to the game. But it's okay. I can afford it. But I looked at, there's a really cool MLS team here called Inter-Miami. You might have heard of them, Inter-Miami. They play out of Fort Lauderdale. It's about 15 miles from where I'm at right now. They got the Columbus crew in here next week. $26 tickets. People complaining Canada about ticket prices now, and the NFL is going through the roof. How, why, why would we think anywhere in Canada can afford an NFL team? Do you? Yeah, because we only complain about ticket prices when it's things that we don't actually want to go and do, right? I mean, when okay. it's things you want to do, the price doesn't really matter, right? I mean, look, I mean, I'm not rolling in money. You know that. But I've got enough money to find, buy my Starbucks coffee, right? I could go make my own coffee at home. But today I went to Starbucks, right? Because I didn't worry about the price of the, of the cup of coffee even though it was two or three bucks or whatever the cup of coffee costs. So again, when it comes to the NFL, if these markets in Canada, and and there really, to me, is only three. I mean, you look at Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver, the three major cities, um, like the biggest populations. There's really only the three that I could see hosting it. Um, There's enough of a population there that they'd find people to spend the money. Well, there's a thing that you've heard, we've all heard, the definition of insanity. And I never actually looked it up. It's just the, uh, the uh, rule of thumb is that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I would suggest Canadian sports fans are borderline insane if they think that the NFL is coming to Canada. That's just my thought. And some of my closest friends, my God, Jim Lang and I are both on social media earlier this week telling the world we love each other. We love each other. And we do. And I love Andrew Walker. And I love you, Darren, and I love the viewers. But Jim said to me years ago, Toronto's an NFL town. And I'm like, why? Because they love it? Then Regina is an NHL town. Because they really love the NHL, too. Like, wake up and smell the coffee. You don't have a stadium. And you look at, and this is not anti-Toronto. I'm, I'm glad that I actually stayed on point here. A lot of Western Canadian kids fall in love with the Toronto thing, the MLSE thing. And that's cool. You did. You bought into it. You're a Leaf fan. Clark has said that. There's no bigger Jays fan, Toronto, uh, Leafs fan than Clark. And that's cool, too. I just never bought into it. I love America. I love it. That's why I'm here. That's what I fell in love with growing up. And I got here, and I'm like, it's better than I thought. And for all those people that I see on social media going, I wouldn't go there. You could get shot. Oh, this, that. You know, stay home then. More room for us that are living here. You'd like you want to listen to what you hear, the crap, or go actually go get out of your living room and go experience it. Whatever. Stay there. I'll do it. On the um, 
Ticket prices. Rich in Edmonton says elk ticket prices are hilarious. Why would I pay more to watch whomever the starting quarterback is for that team when I could pay less to go watch Connor and Leon? I don't know about that. I just want to. I just want to throw this in. MLS tickets here, twenty-six dollars. And one last lesson, and before I go to you for your thoughts on all of this, it's quite a monologue I've been on here to open hour two. As a certified recovery coach in mental health and addiction recovery, people don't listen. Listen. They hear what they want to hear. So when I said we're going to talk NFL, CFL, and NHL every day, that's our mandate moving forward. John in Edmonton goes, so you're not going to talk WHL and CEBL? Where did I say that? I never said that. But we're not going to talk about the Western Hockey League in August, okay, bruh? Unless the Regina Pats trade Connor Bedard, which is the only thing, frankly, anybody cares about with regards to the WHL right now. So anyways, as I sit back and have a sip of water, what are your thoughts <laughs> on all of that? Yeah, no, you're right. You know, you said we're going to talk about these things. You didn't say we're only going to talk about these three leagues, but it's fun. It's fun to build the strategy and grow. And, you know, let's preface the NFL to Canada conversation by saying it's not happening soon. I think this is a 20 year thing, 20 to 25 year thing where eventually it will happen. They want to go to the big cities. We're talking about the NFL in London and in Mexico and in these major cities in Canada. The stadiums have to be built. Things have to happen. But if you look at those three cities, they're international cities. Each three have MLS franchises. They don't all have major league franchises or NBA franchises, but Vancouver did for a while. Didn't work out. But I think those are the three candidates for NFL teams, and they won't happen all at once. But I think eventually... Maybe not in our lifetimes, but at some point when the NFL becomes more of an international league, those will be the three spots. Well, it's a bet that if I was to wager you today, when would we collect on it? Yeah, in 20 exactly. years? <laughs> right, so. Um, oh, man, the thing about when I say let's get some new viewer comments, the thing is our P1s have great, they have great comments. I feel bad limiting the comments. And because I want to shift gears, but everybody's into it now. And like Patrolman yeah. Pete in Winnipeg says, get Larry Tannenbaum on the show and ask him about the NFL in Toronto. He <laughs> he. This is what you guys don't understand, and it's why people tune in every day because they've they they know I know what I'm talking about. And a guy like Larry Tannenbaum, I've been around those guys all the time. I've been around NFL owners, NHL owners, CFL owners. They can't handle not getting their way because they've got their way their whole life. And they're worth billions. And it keeps them up at night that they can't get their way. Like Larry Tannenbaum wants to be on his epitaph when he dies. He brought the NFL to Toronto. He's going to die and it's not going to happen. You know, you can't buy your way. Yeah, like ahead. look at Jim Ball Silly with with BlackBerry, right? Research in motion. Jim Ball Silly trying to get an NHL team. And he thought just because he had BlackBerry or had the money that the NHL was going to gift him an NHL team. You know. Money isn't the only equation when it comes to owning pro sports. You know, the leagues have to look at longevity. Do you have the right market? Do you have the ability to get a stadium? Can you actually run a pro sports team or do you just have enough money for the buy-in fee? Because that's not enough, right? I mean, you look at any club in any world, a lot of people can buy the buy-in fee, but you don't want them as part of your club, right? <laughs> so there's a process yes. there. But everything 
has changed in life and sports. They're not always going to stay the same. And here, by the way, I want to move on, change something. Just so you know, and maybe this will carry over into our second topic, because that football guy I talked to today, I don't want, he was in an airport, so he had some time to kill. He's like, Rod, I got an hour. So we got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, he's, <laughs> he's like, who's going to get fired? Who in the CFL is going to get fired? So just think about that for a second. And what necessarily was my point? Patrolman Pete says, truth bombs are dropping. Love it. Uh, here's, here's why. When I say things have changed, a <clears throat> couple things. On all those guys that own these teams, and or, or our presidents of teams that didn't really buy anything, but they weaseled their way into those roles, they're never happy. And here we are, 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain, where you are, and we're on the right path, and I'm speaking truth here. We all grew up. We all grew up with this notion that he who has the most toys when he dies wins. That's the way we were raised. But now, this is where things have changed, in my opinion, that those guys collect all the toys, and they're still not happy. And they die miserable. Right? That, that to me, the, the goal's changed. Or at least my goal is to be happy. So with Rod Black yesterday, in a way I, I felt bad for Rod, but it's, it's his role. I'm on my journey. He's on his journey. I'm doing something that's never before been ever done. And the awesome thing is nobody can tell you and I how to do it because nobody's ever done it. But Rod Black says, I miss the games. And I'm like, I don't miss the games. And I'll give you a reason why. Because betting has become so prevalent in sports now. One, one that really, when they say the rabbit died, this was one of the ways that the rabbit died for me. It was the night before the West Division final, and one of my friends wanted to know for betting purposes who was going to be the starting quarterback for the Riders. Was it going to be Zach Caleros? Was it going to be Brandon Bridge? Whoever it was. And to be honest, I really didn't know. But I, and I told him that, and he didn't believe me. And he's up my ass about who the Riders going to start. And I'm like, dude, if I told you when I knew and it got out, I could be fired, which inevitably happened anyway, so maybe I should have told him. But the point is, that's not fun. And that's not, whose fault is that? That's not the rider's fault. That's, is it my friend's fault? It would have been nice if he'd just taken no as an answer, but no. Betting has changed things, and to me, a lot of fun was taken out of it with that. So for me, anyways, I just really want to be happy, and I'm so freaking happy. But the thing is, it's now been a little over a year, and people are starting to realize Rod is happy. Rod's not pursuing calling games. But if Rod Black wants to, that's his deal. But he didn't seem real happy not calling games. And that's unfortunate. I know. I know. And you hope that he just can find, and everybody can find, you know, a way to be happy and not be so romantic about the way that it always, that it was in the past. You know, you, you sometimes have to put a bow on that chapter and start a new one. And that was a great chapter. And for Rod Black, I mean, what a chapter it was, Olympics and championships and being all over North America and all over the globe to the most premier events. What a chapter, but it's over. And now a new chapter can start. Um, by the way, I, I, <clears throat> one last thing on all of that. 20 seasons as voice of the Rough Riders, I had a guy write me and said, would you, he sent a photo of me and his mom. He goes, my mom is turning 90 
on Saturday, and you met her at wow. this banquet in Paradise Hill, and you sat beside her, and I'm like, I remember the conversation. She hated Chris Jones, and I was literally trying to convince her to like Chris Jones. And she's like, nope, he got rid of my Weston, and I'm never going to like the son of a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> how about that? Well, okay, okay. Uh, so anyways, he's like, can you record a message for her for her 90th birthday? And we do that through memo, look it up. Canadian sports and entertainment personalities recording uh, messages for people. And so that was fun. That was, that was a lot of fun. I remember the conversation. Her name's Janine, and that's pretty cool. So when we come back, well, here's, hey, John Ohm. Ohm says, I don't like how TSN ran Rod Black out of town. Classless. <laughs> I'm not going to go on that rant. When Lisa LaFlamme got torched last week, Rod jumped on that train and Jim Lang I'm like guys when, when are we going to realize this is the way it is anyways on the topic from that football guy who's going to get fired we have less than a minute but like the guy that everybody's talking about is Paul Apolise and then beyond that who would it be who would it be? We'll talk about all of that. This is the CFL's number one podcast so the fans are going to like that discussion next hour I'm led to believe I had a reporter tell me in the Commonwealth Stadium press box that if the Riders don't make the playoffs or don't make the Grey Cup, sorry, nobody's going to be fired there. I would have a tough time believing that, but that's what they say. Who's on the hot seat in the CFL? It's a great question. It's a great question. And a lot of pressure in Saskatchewan. So I would, I would say there's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure in Saskatchewan and Ottawa. Those would be my two picks. Well, and Hamilton. Yeah. Let's not forget, is Orlando going to fire himself? Uh, We'll talk about that and more when we return. You're watching the RP Show or listening to the podcast. We're on Game Plus TV. We're live streaming on YouTube. And, of course, the podcast is available wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, the RP Show continues on this Thursday, big day in sports. As I said earlier, uh, they kind of all are, but Week 12 in the Canadian Football League kicks off tonight. Calgary at Winnipeg, we got two NFL preseason games tonight. Packers at the Chiefs and the 49ers are at the Houston Texans. And in Major League Baseball, it's Toronto at Boston. Can we bring the moose back in, please, for audience participation time? And I know we always... Enjoy that, right, Moose? I'm just looking at uh, the comments here. Can't necessarily address them all. Uh, 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 uh. John Ullman, Winnipeg, says, A new era in sports announcers and news reporters, I guess. Peter Mansbridge exited nicely. Um, I don't want to name names, but for the people that have literally spent decades in a role, can we, I would say to them, can you be grateful for what you had? And move on. You know, like, I'm just sitting there going at least at LaFlamme. You wait till you get to be around my age, uh, Darren. And I'm not in my 50s yet, but I will be before long. You were there 35 years? National anchor for how long? You could retire, lady. Be very, be very proud. 
of that. Yeah. But it does it does suck when it happens so abruptly and you're never in a position to to think about it then. She'll look back and be really proud of her career um that she had at the network. Uh just not happening yet because she doesn't want it to be over. No. Well, it's just interesting. Bell sent out a Bell Media sent out a statement. I don't know if you saw that. We regret the way the news of Lisa LaFlam's departure was conveyed. Yeah, because she tweeted it in a video. But they don't regret letting her go. Anyways, Randy from Winnipeg writes in and he says, Rod, if you get a chance, watch the replay of today's first take. It's a Dallas Cowboys special. Oh, believe me, dude. I've been watching ESPN for a week straight and they've been promoting this show today from the star the cowboys training facility and, and, and this is what now i don't want to go down the cfl road with this because I, I hammer on it every day but i was watching get up this morning i don't know if you were the morning show on espn and there are every every 20 minutes they were hammering this today first take live from the star in dallas Stephen a smith with special guest jared jones and I can't remember who else, because who cares? Jerry's going to be there. How does this guy have time to run a team? Because he's in, jumping in front of cameras all the time, Darren. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I probably could watch a replay of it, but I knew that it was coming. And you know, the fans were lining up in the morning, hundreds of them. They showed signs. Whoop! They showed signs. You suck, Stephen A. Which he loves. Like, why can't we do that anymore? That's what we will eventually do with our show. We're just trying to pick where we're going to go. But doesn't that sound like fun? A lot of fun. Sounds like the most fun ever. Yeah. I mean, to know that you can poke fun at the team and then, you know, still roll into town to do a special on the Cowboys. And you should be able to go back and forth. And, and you can do that while still having a healthy amount of respect for one another. That's the thing. You know, you can hate each other, still respect each other. Well, and that reminds me, by the way, man, we're getting there. I'm looking at my career, and here's why. I mean, I was on the BC Lions podcast the other night, and I never really had this huge hatred with the BC Lions. It was it was that respectful uh, rivalry for sure. Um, I've said many times with the Edmonton Eskimos, they treated me first class, and for that reason, I treated them first class. I got nothing respect for the Edmonton Eskimos. But now that you were with me for 17 weeks in Calgary, you saw that hatred between me and the Stampeders. It was real, and it was deep, and it was personal. It was professional. It was everything. Now, when I left the Riders, to me, it's like, ah, oh, it's over. I'm not the Rider guy anymore. They weren't so fast to get over it. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> think they are now, I think, but at least... I was being real about it. And here's the thing with the Calgary Stampeders, and I meant to say this, and I will get to all your comments here in a moment because there's a ton of come in on the 902 line. Jeff the Stams fan wrote in earlier and said, Rod, for all you know, Bo may be playing at some point tonight. And I'm like, but I don't think they would go through this, for lack of a better term, public humiliation of Bo by sitting him down only to have a plan for him to come out and play half the game. Um, what I know about the Stampeders and what I learned from the inside, they have a tremendous amount of respect for their quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. So sitting him down tonight, they know the ramifications of it, to the, to, to the point that I was led to believe that if Bo, didn't have, if Bo had a problem with John Huffnagel or Dave Dickinson or anybody else from that franchise coming on this show, they wouldn't have done it. 
Was that not the ind- the indication that we got that if Bo yeah. had a problem with it, they weren't coming down? Yeah, for sure. There's that there's that respect back and forth, and you know this isn't you know a fly by night decision. This isn't something you just make on a whim just to try something new. This is a big right. big decision. So I think you have to commit to to Jigman to uh, the quarterback change for the game at least. You got to go through it. I mean, it would take really extenuating circumstances like a three nothing game or a seven three game into the fourth quarter and both teams have been struggling and you've got a chance you maybe make a move back to Bo if it's if he's really struggling um in the fourth quarter and it's close but i think you give him the the full game you got to see what you've got here and uh you got to stick with the move because it wasn't made lightly no and on that just furthermore what i was led to believe was and because <laughs> you saw it firsthand i think if bo and i got to know each other we'd really like each other and um, we might be afraid of that happening. But I think Bo looked at it the way I would look at it, and that is he's like, I don't care what you guys do. I'm not going on the show. Because that is exactly how I would look at it, and you know me well enough. I don't care what anybody else does. I'm not doing this, or I can't do this, but I'm only speaking for me. Anyways, that's why I think this decision, and if you just explain it very well, is... uh, they didn't look at it lightly, and that's why I think if Jake Mayer lights it up tonight, win or lose, Bull may never start another game for the Calgary St. Peters, and it's huge. Uh, to the text messages here regarding the NFL in Canada, Dougal Cameron, Stampeders fan, is watching in Calgary on Game Plus TV, and he says, Dupes nailed it. The NFL will go to other countries before Canada. All of Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal have significant issues facing this before they would get a team. Number one, none of them have a stadium. And they just announced, well, Rogers is a different ownership group than MLSE. They're building a new stadium for the Blue Jays. I can't see them throwing, it's going to be $5 billion price tag just to build the stadium, let alone what the franchise is going to be worth. Come on, guys. And regarding Don Shula, and I, <laughs> can I tell the story now? I'm not sure if I can tell the story yet. Dougal uh, Cameron says Don Shula died May 4th, 2020 at the age of 90. He is the man here in South Florida, okay? Don Shula. So last year I was at a Dolphins game and my good friend, eh, Gil Scott, agent, he watches every day on Game Plus TV in Toronto. He's like, I'm in luxury suite, blah, 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 blah. Get up here. I'm like, I don't have a ticket, Gil. He's like, I know you. Talk your way in. (laughs) So I did. I did. And I got to the door of the luxury suites, and I knew it was alumni weekend because I'd been listening on the radio all week, the WQAM, the voice of the Dolphins. I knew that all the alumni were going to be there. So I had my gray cup rings on, and I said to the gal at the door, I said, hey, I'm alumni. And she's like, well, get in. She waved me in. I didn't say alumni from whom. Is that bad? <laughs> you can't sign somebody else's name on the affidavit. I didn't. I signed my own name. <laughs> exactly. So I got in there. So anyways, and the point being, because it was alumni weekend, Don Shula was represented by his kids. I don't know how many sons he has, but one son for sure was representing Don Shula on Alumni Weekend. So anyways, 
Don't tell the Dolphins that's how I got into the luxury suite. I didn't technically lie. I was am alumni, just not of the Dolphins. Um, Terry Livermore is watching in Calgary, and he says, Hi, Rod. How about getting Ken Dryden on your show one of these days to talk about his new book and the Summit Series almost exactly 50 years ago that it started? I didn't miss one second of the eight games. Can we do that, Clark? I don't think it would be that difficult. I don't know. Ken Dryden was the first goalie I ever loved. I told you I grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan or tried till my dad forbade me from cheering for them. But um, I remember, and Terry, you would know that if you're a Ken Dryden fan, uh, when I was 10, I started reading Ken Dryden's book, The Game, when I was 10. Ken Dryden's got a lot of greed, Darren. And last I heard he was an MP. I couldn't, I was like, I got two chapters into it. I'm like, I'm 10. This yeah. isn't entertaining. <laughs> Stop reading it. Maybe now I could pick it up, but I don't know that I've matured that much past then. Um, Jim, watching, says, the one, the only, the first, and the best daytime sports talk show, the RP Show. Any challengers? Nope. Thanks, crew. How about that? That's, that's from Jim, and I just love the fact that, yes, we are the number one daytime sports talk show on television in Canada. Coming for you, America. And I might say the only daytime sports talk show in Canada. That's how I know we're number one. And a lot of people are writing in here regarding uh, movies. So whomever is on top, who's on top of that task? Uh, is it Morgan? Who the winners are of the so. movie gift certificates? What's the last movie you went to? Oh, man, Top Gun. But I've seen it three or four times. And you, you mentioned, like, I, I want to go. I might go to Bullet Train tonight. But I don't know. I go back to the theater, and all I want to do is watch Top Gun again. It was so good. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I really only go for the hot dog, as you know, and mm-hmm. the popcorn. But um, that you and I, when we were going to movies together in Calgary at Landmark Cinemas, we saw the preview for Bullet Train, and we thought, that looks like one that we'd like to go yeah. to. Right? Very much so. A lot of great comments coming in from our viewers here. Don, our Navy friend, regarding Lisa Laflamme being let go, says Bell's handling of this issue was hilarious. And that reminds me, by the way, I was sitting in the crowd at Rogers Place in Calgary talking with one of the players' dads of Team Canada. <clears throat> you know how I like to do these things. And he was talking about my career, and he was talking about his career. And he's like, looks like things are going great for you. Where are you going after this? I said, Florida, but it's been awesome here. And he's like, well, why are you doing this now? Why'd you go down this road? And he's gone through a similar thing in his career as I have. And I said, listen, I've been around the block, man. I've worked for too many owners' kids and bosses' kids and too many idiots. I just don't want to do it anymore. He goes, sounds a lot like my career. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, I'll be following what you're doing. I said, this is what I want to do now. And he's like, well, good luck. I'll be watching when you go back. Um, Jack in Calgary says, to everybody who wants to trash Bo Levi Mitchell, I'm here to tell you Bo owes nothing to anyone. Bo will be just fine. I guarantee it. He set almost every single, every league and Stampeders record. So, Bo, thank you. Nobody's trashing Bo. Have you seen any? If anybody would be trashing Bo, it would be me. And I'm not trashing Bo. Um, 
I just have the sense that it's the changing of the guard there, and the guy's already had a Hall of Fame career. Have you seen anybody trashing Bo? Because I haven't. No, nowhere. Hasn't been seen, you know, and I know maybe down on his play, but different than Cody, you know, maybe it's a Calgary fan base versus Saskatchewan fan base thing, but it seems like, okay, he's not having results and we're going to switch quarterbacks, but there's a, a, a real stamp of respect put on Bo, and it feels not the same in Saskatchewan, if that makes sense. Oh, well, Cody hasn't won anything. Yeah. Right. So that's another thing that we t- I talked about with a football guy. And uh, yeah. that will remain between us uh, with the comments about Cody Fajardo. Um, Monty in Saskatoon writes and he says, can I come on your show? I'm watching now, please. Uh, Monty. No. How about I'm just going to put that out there. No, you can't. Uh, Moose, I'll see you back here for overtime. OK. You bet. Hi, Monty. All right. Sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays look to sweep the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park today. The Jays, coming off a 3-2 win over the Sox last night, will send Kevin Gosman to the mound against Boston's Cutter Crawford. A U.S. federal jury has found that L.A. County must pay Kobe Bryant's widow $16 million for emotional distress caused by deputies and firefighters sharing photos of the bodies of the NBA star and their 13-year-old daughter Gianna taken at the site of the 2020 helicopter crash that killed them. Vanessa Bryant tearfully testified during the 11-day trial that news of the photos compounded her grief after losing her husband and daughter. The sports update for Dark Horse Bets, Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live-streamed horse races right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets right out of the gate. You can download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com, available for Android and Apple devices. Also, for Baller's Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday, and Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. We're previewing the Bombers and the Stampeders. When we come back, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Talking sports on national television from South Florida. What could be better? Couple NFL games tonight in the preseason. Week three of the NFL preseason. The final week kicks off tonight. Green Bay at Kansas City and San Francisco at Houston. Blue Jays at Boston, as we mentioned earlier, to close out that series. And tonight, week 12 in the CFL opens Calgary at Winnipeg as we bring in the sports doctor, Dave Patrician, to preview it. And by the way, we're talking about Bowl Levi Mitchell being sat down. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Rod Plenty on the internet are trashing Bo. We'll save that for later. They're idiots. We know not to talk to them. David, you're thinking about your blue and gold tonight. Um, are you over the first? Yeah. Are you over the first loss of the season? The last time you convened at IG Field, Mark Leggio missing two field goals late to lose the game. As much as that was disappointing, you'd rather lose to an East Division team than a West Division team to give uh, the West Division a couple more points. But just before we get started, Rod, thanks for having me on. But uh, you're in Moose, we're talking about Bullet Train. I'm sitting in the theater 
uh, a landmark theater, Grant Park in Winnipeg, just to watch Bullet Train the other day. And who comes on my screen, larger than life, Rod Peterson, talking about the Rod Peterson show. And that's when I texted you. I said, okay, I need to be back on this. I'm glad that we popped into your mind. Did they throw tomatoes at the screen in the theater? That's what I'd like to know. There was no tomatoes being thrown, but uh, no, I, it, it was, it's pretty good. Like the, how you've grown the show in, in the last, uh, what is this now, three years? Are you three years now into this? We're into year four. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is just, <laughs> it's just been amazing. But uh, back to the Blue Bombers. Yeah, with the disappointment that subsided. You're not going to go 18 and 0. If you are, you're probably going to fail in the playoffs. So, yeah, Mark Leggio, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, your team—they struggled that game. They struggled a couple of games. You've seen uh, uh, some tribulations um, and some injuries. Going to go into game with some injuries today again too, with um, Ellingson and uh, Janarian Grant not going to be in the lineup. But uh, the Bombers will find a way to win. I think. Uh, you know, has there never been a better quarterback name than a guy named Jake going to be taking the ball for Calgary, too? You just love those guys that, uh, you know, when you're born and you name Jake, you pretty much think that you're going to be a quarterback in football. So uh, we'll see what happens. Nobody's really talking about Bo Levi Mitchell. The thing about Bo Levi Mitchell, he's still going to be dressed. He's still going to be on the bench. So he's still going to be a factor if they need him to be in this game, too. So you never count Bo Levi Mitchell out. Well, I was talking to a football guy this morning uh, here in the States, and he predicted with Jake Mayer at quarterback, he still thinks this will be a four-point or less game. Are you prepared for a gut-wrencher tonight at IG Field? Well, every time these teams meet, it seems to be something like that. that <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> the Blue Bombers pulled ahead on the game on July 30th in the fourth quarter, but Bo Levi Mitchell still gave their, t- t- um, their team a chance to win. Um, we've seen some last second. I've never seen uh, IG Field so full so late uh, in the last um, last couple of games, especially you know Montreal game going to overtime. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting that. Expecting to see Calgary is always a formidable opponent. They're just it's not like Edmonton coming to town. Let's just say that. Um, I, dumb question here. Obviously, winning by the Blue Bombers never gets old i mean is the party just just kept going as you look for the three pieces great kept you guys went through the worst of the worst of the worst man i mean i those bomber fans just seem to be just still so elated on a daily basis yeah i I, you know a lot of new bomber fans i mean we were around i was around when the when the team won three great cups from between 1984 and 1990 and we had such great teams like i don't even know at the old canadian stadium if I ever watched many, very many losses until the the early '90s and beyond. After '93, the last Great Cup appearance in there until they got back. But um, I think for us hardcore fans, you know, you expect a, you expect a good team at home. You expect the Bombers to win. Um, some of the newer fans, uh, if you're not winning by 30 or 40, there's something wrong with the team. And you know, you talk about the complain fans league earlier in the show, and it sure seems like that sometimes too. Uh, not as rough on the team as the Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans can be on their team, but uh, nonetheless, uh, sometimes not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not very balanced, that's for sure. You win games. You're nine and one. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Everybody just stay the course. And yeah, you know, you're not. Not everybody's going to fire in all cylinders. And and uh, yeah, I mean, a kicker, he's got one or two jobs. Mark Leggio has 
a couple of jobs. He's a punter. He's a kickoff guy, and he's a field goal kicker, and he just choked under pressure um, two weeks ago. So I don't think we're going to see something like that again. Well, we uh, it's, we went through that in Sask. Um winning team for the decade of def- decadence under Hobson. A lot of new fans, they didn't know what we'd been through before. So yeah, the depth of experience certainly helps. We've vowed to talk NHL, CFL, and NFL on a daily basis on the RP Show. David, you are still, I'm sure, a Minnesota Vikings season ticket holder. Is there any reason for hope with the purple in the NFC North this year? I haven't seen any yet. I, I, they, uh, I've been watching the preseason games um uh, with pa making the call i got the fox feed from uh, minneapolis now so off a preseason game paul allen do, does and um and I, I i'm not sold yet i'm not so i've never been sold on kirk cousins uh i see some good things on the team but time's gonna tell when you get a new general manager and you get a new head coach and you overhaul the entire coaching staff you know you don't know what you're gonna have it's not like you're walking into something that's maybe a few tweaks there's been a lot of tweaks in the Minnesota Vikings. So, um, yes, I am still a season ticket holder. They open up the <clears throat> regular season on the 11th against Green Bay, hosting Green Bay. So we're going to see what happens there. How many games will you get to this year, David? I'm aiming for two. We always go down on the Canadian Thanksgiving uh, weekend, because, and this year it's the Bears. Um, and then I usually try to do one around the December, January part, the, NFL season's kind of pushed out a little bit sometimes, and and everybody knows that's uh, that lives in Western Canada except for British Columbia that uh, making plans to drive anywhere uh, a long distance anywhere in December and January in in uh, the Prairie provinces is always uh, TBA. Well, with those season tickets that you have for the Vikings, with these recent struggles, because we got a lot of friends that are Vikings fans, and you know them, Arash Badani, Peter Labardius, the Greek freak. I'm sure you and George get together and commiserate at the Four Seasons every time you're in. Have you ever considered not renewing, given how bad they've been? You know, it's on my mind. Like, I had to do that personal seat license thing that for a little while and got through that, and I, and I haven't pulled the trigger yet on tra- trying to find how I can sell that. Uh, but definitely in my mind, because um, it is getting uh, more and more expensive. And I, and I don't mean fuel, because everybody knows that's expensive. But uh, in the last couple of years, we've seen hotels go up and uh, food prices and tickets have always kind of remained the same. So that's not much of an issue. But, uh, you know, if anything that you've um, learned over the last couple of years with the pandemic is uh, I got a bigger TV. And I, and I kind of like watching a lot of games on television. So I don't need that excitement in my life. I've, I've done that in my 20s and 30s and 40s and into my 50s. So uh, I, I can do it. I can, I can pass the generation. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> and you know this too, Rod. You talked about, uh, you know, going to Miami Dolphins and, and, and all the stuff you do in Southern Florida. There's nothing better than live sports. When you're there, it's just like live music, right? You're there. It's the greatest time of all. But, you know, you can decide to kind of pass if you want to <laughs> in 30 seconds or less how much are bomber fans talking about chris strevler and following the great things he's doing with the new york jets it's unbelievable i was just coming into my place uh, a few minutes ago and two of the neighbors who i don't even really know even though i've lived here for almost 30 years were talking about the new york jets and chris strevler so it's uh it, it's, it's he's really caught the eye of a lot of people the new york jets you know watching him pull two games out of his hat and win those two games, they've got to do something with that guy. Uh, the excitement, 
his knock on him before was the passing game. He seems to have settled that down. And uh, we'll, maybe we'll see some big things from Chris Strubler in the next couple of years in the National Football League. Love it. The Marshal of the 2022 Grey Cup Parade, David Patrician, <laughs> joining us from Winnipeg. Hey, David, thanks, man. Enjoy the game tonight. And I'm going to be down at the Four Seasons on Saturday before the Labor Day Classic. So anybody that wants to come talk to me, sports, I'll be there. Outstanding. Give him a follow on Twitter, at the sports doctor. We'll be right back as the Moose joins us for overtime and you'll get your final say today. You're watching on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, one final time. It's called Overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons. And yes, you can catch the sports doctor there the Saturday before the Labor Day Classic. How about that? Four Seasons, your home for the UFC and the NFL. And before we bring the Moose back in, if we have time, we'll get to the Moose. Andrew Con Sutton joins us, announcer from Palace Athena's Wrestling. The second card coming your way from PAW Women's Fight Club. Andrew, appreciate you coming up this Saturday in Calgary. Nice to see you, man. What, what do people need to know about the Palace Athena's fight card Saturday night at Windsport Arena in Calgary? Well, thanks so much, Roddy, for having me on. First and foremost, man, this card is going to be an, a phenomenal event. Nine fights slated for the card so far. Uh, the big thing with this whole organization that is the fighter's first type of situation where a lot of athletes, you hear a lot about companies before being athlete-based. Well, this is athlete-based. So we're really, really excited. Uh, Clayton, Jenica, everybody's been working really, really hard lately uh, in the last couple of hours since I've been here to get stuff done with media kits and all that other stuff. But it's going to be a fun time on, on Saturday. Well, you got as many people as you could into the Grey Eagle for the first fight card, and that went pretty well that night, obviously, and I was very honored to be there. Chris Cyborg was there as well. Do we have any returning fighters? How's the card look like for this one compared to the last one? Yeah, we have some familiar faces that are going to be coming back to the event. Uh, Andy Wynn, who was part of the first title fight in the Atomweight division, she's going to be back. She's actually going to be uh, uh, the second fight of the main card. She's a ton of fun and explosive fighter. Uh, as I was checking into the hotel, Laura Fontora, who won the belt from her that night, uh, she's here. She's not fighting, but will be a special guest, um, which is really cool. You did allude to Chris Cyborg. Uh, the really cool thing with Chris Cyborg is she's actually going to be at this event as well as well as returnee Felicia Spencer, uh, former UFC alumni and number one title contender. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a jam-packed event and women's forefront MMA going hardcore. It's awesome. We're, we're really excited. Well, I had so many friends that were at that fight card. Uh, when was that? Was it January? Uh, <laughs> time flies, January, man, yeah. nine months ago. Or, and they had <laughs> yeah. such, such a great time. And I'll say this. I'm a fight fan, but just to go and meet Chris Cyborg, she will sign an autograph, take a picture, or talk to anybody, Andrew. I mean, literally, if, if for no other reason than that, go down and talk to Chris Cyborg Saturday night. Yeah, I've alluded to it a ton of times on, on the podcast. I mean, I, I initially said right off the get-go, she's one of the most intimidating fighters in the world. And then when you get to meet her backstage, like you just said, Rod, it's like, oh, wow, she is one of the nicest human beings and has nothing but time for people, which is really, really cool, too, because she is a Grand Slam champion. Every organization she's ever went to, she's been a winner. So that's pretty damn cool. And, and, and to have the experience with her here, 
um, is awesome. Also, Friday night, actually, this is really cool. Friday night, they're going to be doing a meet and greet opportunity here at the Hyatt uh, Hotel with Felicia and Chris uh, at Cyborg as well. So an unreal opportunity if you're a big fight fan here in Calgary. Andrew, where can people get their tickets? Let's fill up Winsport for this. Yeah, let's do it. If you want to get your tickets now, you can secure them, pawfc.com. You can also check, of course, Ticketmaster. If you're unable to make the event, you can also get it online at Fight TV, which is what a lot of people seem to be doing. Obviously, with travel and stuff like that, it's a little harder. I get it. Uh, but nonetheless, you can definitely order it those two uh, sites for sure. PAWFC.com or Ticketmaster. Andrew, thanks for the time. You know I wish I could be there, but I know that you will do a bang-up job, and I'll be watching from here, man. Thanks for the time. Hey, appreciate it, Roddy, always. Andrew Con sutton from Palace Athena's Women's Fight Club. All right. Well, I understand we do have the moose here, and that was kind of a bang-up way to end things. It's too bad, moose, and I don't know why. That Oh, you didn't make it out in time. You came to the Great Eagle, but you didn't come in time for that Palace Athena's. That's right. Oh, my gosh, man. That's another reason why this job is so much fun. To, I... Like, would you be interested in meeting Cyborg? Because I was very interested in meeting her. Would you be? Yeah, of course. She's a massive deal, and that'd have been a really cool moment. I, that you're right. Like, part of what we're doing now, we get to, you know, <laughs> get involved with so many different things, and the uh, the MMA is one of them. Well, with Andrew saying she's one of the most feared fighters on the globe, last minute of play in the RP show, Avi, um, but just. She's won a belt in every major fight club that she's participated in, and she's just so nice. Nice. Who would who would think? Mind you, when I met Brock Lesnar, he was pretty cool, too. Watch your feet as I drop a lot of names here on the RP Show today. Darren, did, we, uh, did you learn anything today? Did we learn anything today? Yeah, we learned that tonight's game might really be a game we look back on years from now as a big turning point in the Canadian Football League. So we learned of tonight's game could be the uh, franchise defining moment for the Stampeder. Ryan in Toronto says another instant classic. Great show. I appreciate you, Ryan, for tuning in as you do on a daily basis. Tell all of your friends the best daytime sports entertainment talk shows right here. Moose, we'll see you tomorrow. Great show, my man. Later. See the rest of you noon Eastern tomorrow for Football Friday. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Bingo! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.